everybody. Welcome to episode 207. If you have ever been asked the question, if you homeschool, you have been asked the question, what about socialization? So today we have prepared 10 of our favorite, most helpful answers um, that we use when we're asked this question. We're going to share them all with you. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to Outnumbered the Podcast. I'm Audrey. And I'm Bonnie. We are experienced moms to a combined total of 19 children. In our weekly episodes, we explore relatable topics using our perspectives of humor and chaos. Tune in for advice and encouragement to gain more joy in your parenting journey. All right, everybody, welcome back. And we are going to talk about something that every homeschool parent has been asked at least once, if not a hundred. At least 100 times. <laughs> what about socialization? When you tell people that you homeschool, they, that is like kind of the reflexive question. What about social, socialization? And so um, we've got some things we're going to share today. That's right. I, I, w- I want to say, what about socialization? Dun, dun, dun. Like <laughs> the big mic drop, right? Which is a little bit humorous. This is just, this is the humor segment for you guys for today. It's a little bit humorous that when we say we're going to pull our kids out of the public school system or just not send them at all and teach them at home that the very first concern is, but what about their social skills? <laughs> Like nobody's ever worried about math or language arts or whether they'll get into college. Just will they be able to carry on a conversation with a peer? Because that is going to be the most important thing in life. It's just kind of funny. (laughs) So we're going to share some of the answers that we have shared in the past and then just a couple other things to think about. Um, If this is something you might be concerned about um, as you consider homeschooling or if you are a homeschooler or if you know someone who does and you don't want to ask them this question, but you are secretly wondering. (laughs) Yeah, so we have 10 answers that we um, are going to share with you today that we've used that have helped. Uh, And it really, you know, which of these answers to use is really kind of depending on the person asking. So if it's a random grocery store person, like, don't waste too much time on that because they they don't really care. But if it's like your your mother or your mother-in-law or your sister-in-law and they really like have a concern, then maybe some, you know, use one of these other answers. So we've got 10 different options for you today. And it just kind of depends on the situation, when to use what. All right, let's dive right in. Answer number one, ask them, how do you feel about the socialization your child is receiving or has received in public school? Yeah, kind of an interesting question, huh? Right? Right. Because the assumption is that the best socialization happens in a public school setting. Right. Right. Um, But the fact of the matter is, it's just kind of the default that we've, a lot of us have fallen into, um, is just sending our kids to school. Um, And so it's important to realize that there is a possibility of becoming well socialized in public school and as a homeschooler and becoming poorly socialized in both scenarios. We're going to talk about so many different aspects today, but often when you ask this question, it will evoke stories of, oh, actually I was kind of bullied or actually I was a jerk to people or... um, very often negative stories come out if you ask this question. I personally have some very fond memories of my public school education in the social atmosphere, but I also have some awful ones. So just kind of like every aspect of life, there's some great stuff and there's some negative stuff. Um, The important thing to remember here is that as a parent, you're a lot more aware of what's going on in the socialization realm when your kids are at home. At school, it's just kind of like a crapshoot. Well, good luck out there. (laughs) Come back and let me know if something bad happened. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I almost always, when I have used this, when I felt like it's appropriate to use this answer, it has almost always evoked a horror story about, oh my Mm. goodness, my kid went through this or I went through that. And I agree. um, Most of my socialization stories from my public school experience are terrible. Like, (laughs) especially the ones that were unstructured or unsupervised, like the school bus or the lunchroom, right? The, The ones where the kids are just kind of let go to socialize, right? At their own. Right. Yeah. 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 So anyway, it just makes, um, I think what this answer does is it makes people think about the kind of socialization that they're asking if your kid is, that your kid is missing out on. They're assuming your kid is missing out on this. And, and so the answer here is just to say, well, is that a good thing? Right. Right. And um, as you guys have probably noticed, we're just fans of intentional choices, right? So if you choose to send your your child to school, Choose it because that's the intentional choice that you realize is the best for your child, not just because it's what your parents have done and your neighbors are doing and your friends are doing. And if you choose to homeschool, make it an intentional choice, right? That's all we're saying is is just pay attention to why we're making the decisions we're making. Okay, on to answer number two to the socialization dilemma. Uh, I like to explain that homeschool children are actually stereotypically quite well socialized across a broad range of ages because they have more exposure to this. So a kid in public school generally is only socialized with the kids of his age, whereas the homeschoolers um, have lots of siblings sometimes. Sometimes they have a co-op that they belong to or they go to the library or the park or wherever, but there's none of this um, just keeping them only with kids of their age. Right. It's the only time in life until what a nursing home <laughs> that people are segregated by age i don't know even All in the, the rest of life even in the nursing home you got like 30 year age gaps sometimes you know <laughs> Yeah. So in all the rest of real life, we have to interact with all ages. So this answer helps us um, let people know that we are intentionally socializing our kids with people of all ages. And so, um, yeah, I remember I remember one time um, meeting a friend of one of my siblings who was like a grade above or below me. And I thought, you know, that is really a neat person, but I can't be their friend because like we're not the same age. And that, like that kind of... Maybe it was just me being peculiar or something, but that is kind of a public school um, a thing where because you're with kids all your own age, like I've seen it in my neighbor kids too, you know, they're the first thing, maybe it's just a kid thing. The first thing is like, how, how old are you and how old are you? And like, then they kind of pair off by their same age kids. <laughs> Yes, for sure. That's totally true. Um, what's also interesting is, I know we've talked about this, Audrey, before, is um, how everyone uh, talks about what grade they're in all the time. And even at the doctor's office, you go to fill out paperwork and they're like, what grade is the kid in? I'm like, I, I don't even know. <laughs> they're seven. Let me see. You know, start counting <laughs> right, right, right. But the fact of the matter is that is just their identity as a child in a society that largely sends a child to an institutional school to be educated. Um, and so it's just kind of natural that we would kind of fall into that, that socialization mentality. Um, but we have gotten some really amazing comments about our kids. Um, a couple of examples are how well they relate to kids of all ages. So my older teens are really sweet with younger kids. And a lot of people will say, I don't see that. I don't see a 17 year old playing with a small child very often. And your kids do that. Um, how patient they are with the younger ones and how well they communicate with adults. That's always really fun to hear. Yes. Yes, definitely. We get those comments too. Um, recently we came home from a religious gathering and someone um, communicated with me afterwards and they're like, "I'm. it is so neat that you're 
14 year old daughter was, was playing, you know, making friends with socializing with kids of, you know, older and younger than her. And I was like, Oh, that's right. Not everybody does that. <laughs> All right. Answer number three, this would, would be appropriate for somebody who is like really, really concerned about it. Like they have actual interest to know, um, what kind of socialization your, your child is receiving. So share the actual opportunities your kids have for socialization. In fact, we find as homeschoolers that we have so many opportunities to socialize that we have to pick and choose, or we would not get any other learning done because it would be all socializing. There's co-ops, there's community service, there's clubs, there's their siblings, there's family gatherings, after school activities, neighborhood kids when they get home from school, theater, public speaking groups, junior leader groups. Um, and once, you know, generally once a kid gets their driver's license, they choose their amount of socialization that they want um, because they can, they, you know, they go whatever, you know, working jobs, whatever. So share the actual opportunities that your kids do spend socializing. Yeah, for sure. The basic idea here is to just let people know that we uh, approach socialization like we approach any other topic. We might kind of laugh about it because it's such a common question, but we do take that into consideration make sure that our kids get the opportunity they need to learn social skills. Social skills are, are a skill just like any other that kids and adults need to function in the world. Um, so a couple of examples that I'll throw in are going to church or church activities. We have a lot of that. We're very active in our faith community. My kids go to an activity at least two to four times a month outside of our regular worship services on Sundays. And then they have neighborhood friends. We go shopping together. They have service opportunities. We go to the park and the library all the time. And they're striking up conversations with other kids there. So basically, as I was writing all these down, I realized, oh, they have all the opportunities for socialization that we adults do, right? How often do you talk to a mom who is staying home with the baby and ask her, but what about your socialization? Do you have an, <laughs> actually, sometimes I do because that can be a concern if yeah, you're stuck yeah. home with a baby, but we know how to be social. We just invite a friend over or we go to the library and, and go to the, you know, the playtime and, and meet a mom friend. Um, and we just facilitate the same sorts of things for our children. Yes, exactly. I found a really, really neat quote from a homeschool mom and I just wrote it down verbatim so I could share it here. So her response is, if you are referring to training our kids to be able to mix socially with people from all walks of life, teaching them our values and beliefs, and equipping them to navigate this life successfully, then socialization is the very reason why we homeschool. I just thought that was a great answer. Um, I, I have given that answer too um, sometimes that like, especially when I get the answer number one and say, are you happy with the socialization you're getting with from your kid in public school? And they, you know, they come back with all those negative horror stories and you just say, well, you know, socialization is part of the reason why we are homeschooling because we want to be intentional about that. Okay. So I really love that quote. And I will say that, that this is actually an aspect of homeschooling that was not my initial reason for homeschooling, but it has become one of my main reasons. I kind of was uh, a little bit sad at the beginning that they would miss out on some of the public school experiences that I had, but later on realized just what benefits I could give them by keeping them home specifically in the social aspect of, of their education. So pretty cool. All right. So answer number four, another potential answer to this question is to ask the asker how they have seen your children act in unsocialized ways. So that might open up the conversation a little bit to have them explain, like, have you seen my kids do things that you think may be socially awkward and, and, and be willing to learn a little bit, usually for somebody, you know, a little bit better, not like the grocery store clerk. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, sometimes people are asking cause they just want to hear their concerns expressed mm -hmm. out loud and they're not really looking for an answer. They just want to 
put it out there. Like I've often, you know, when I ask that question, when I'm asked that question and I say, well, have you seen my kids, you know, behave in ways that are unsocialized? They say, oh, no, no, no. But, but my kids might be like if I decided to homeschool. Mm, so they're just like, it's just their, their concern that they want to hear aloud. Like if I was to homeschool, I don't know that my kids would be as well socialized as yours is like what I hear in return. So I don't know, like sometimes just, just throwing it out there, just listening to them. Right. Um, and, and this is also a good one for somebody who's being a little bit, well, let's be honest. Sometimes people are a little bit mean when they ask this question. So you just throw it back in their court. Okay. So tell me what, what ways have you seen my kid or other kids that are unsocialized? Right. But ultimately it's your decision, not theirs, um, to choose what kind of socialization that they get. Right. I will also say this. Homeschooling is about a billion times more common now than it was when I was growing up, at least in the area that I lived. We didn't know many homeschoolers at all. And I think that, at least for my generation, the experience we got with homeschoolers tended to be with families who might have been a little bit quirky or lived a life off the beaten path, right? Um, And so if their kids ended up kind of quirky or unusual, we're like, oh, look, they're unsocialized, they're weird, they're homeschoolers, right? And like lumped it all into one into one big package. But the fact of the matter is a family gets so much from each other. Like, you know, some of my social quirks are going to rub off on my kids. And it, it has a little bit to do with what they're exposed to, um, but a lot to do with who they are too. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, I have been homeschooling for so many years now that at the beginning I actually got um, that kind of the resistance, you know, the what about socialization resistance. And I would um, get, you know, sometimes I'd even avoid, say, the grocery store or the library during hours that other kids were in school because I just didn't want to deal with the questions. But it now it's definitely um, if I get a response about homeschooling, it's not, oh, you homeschool, but it's I can tell you homeschool because they're, they're seeing the positive benefits and, and like other families have done that work for me. They're like, Oh, I can tell your, your kids are homeschooled. It's like they, they have seen the positive benefits in other families as well. That's so great. Yeah. All right. Answer number five possibility. Sometimes humor is an appropriate response. Like depends on the person, you know, the, the brother-in-law who's just trying to be a stinker about it or whatever. There are some really funny memes, t-shirts, Instagram accounts that are just dedicated to homeschoolers making fun of being considered unsocialized. And you, you can have a ball with it. I mean, really, my, my husband is really the best at this, that the humor response, you know, the going, going limp and acting retarded or something, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, like you said, Audrey, you you gauge the situation to determine whether somebody's actually looking for an answer or if they're just trying to be a bum. That's not the word I want to say. Instigator. <laughs> yeah, instigator. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes the person is just trying to cause trouble. And if that's the case, totally use humor to your to your advantage. Um, sometimes I like to say that instead of sending my kids to school, I just decide to birth the entire classroom. And so we have our own classroom at home. That makes people giggle. And then sometimes I'll say, look. If you can learn how to be socially appropriate with your siblings, then you can get along with anyone. So really, my kids have an advantage in that they will be able to get along with family members um, and strangers will be a piece of cake when they move out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's almost to the point now where if my kid makes a, a socially awkward comment or, you know, faux pas or so, does something silly in public, I'll be like, oh, they're homeschooled. You know, they're homeschooled. <laughs> totally. And people get her. They, the people titter and they like jump to their defense. No, 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 no. You know, because it's, 
there people yeah people yeah. are seeing now that we're kind of beyond that, that's my favorite comment when my kid makes a simple like addition mistake or something yeah. out in public I'm like don't don't mind him Homes- homeschool math yes. <laughs> tease him about it <laughs> Potential answer number six, you can explain to the person that there are specific things that we teach our children in order for them to be good in social situations. And I think this is something that is not directly taught to most kids, um, but I feel like this is part of my my obligation. And, and very often, because I see my kids in so many more social situations than a mom who might send her kids off to public school, I'm given opportunities to teach them things like self-awareness, how to engage in a conversation, how to politely interrupt Um, how to gauge whether someone is paying attention to what you're saying, um, how to be an independent thinker, um, come up with ideas for games with the friends, how to be a problem solver, resolve conflicts, how to have a positive self-image. We could go on and on and on about all the aspects that are involved in being a very well-socialized person. Um, But a lot of these things are just kind of left to their own devices and kids pick up what they they will. But when we teach it purposely, they turn out so much better. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just interacting with others doesn't make us better or worse socialized because we take who we are into every situation. So we work with our kids on who they are so that in any situation they go into, they can socialize well. They can, you know, make an make an assessment of that situation. Is this person, you know, open to some humor or is, does this person, you know, need a more serious, t- you know, conversation or, you know, just all those things that you were talking about um, so that they can gauge situations and be a person that other people really like to interact with. Right, right. And on this note, I also believe that it's my responsibility to protect my children from certain social situations. So I'm actually very aware of who my young children spend time with. Um, and I am not a fan, just like my my kids' media usage, I don't just throw them in any situation and hope that they figure it out, right? I'm very aware of who I let into my child's life until they have the skills to know, oh, actually that kid is engaging in behaviors I don't want any part of. And they can back away from that that rela- that relationship or situation or stand up for themselves, if that makes sense. There's just so much negative peer pressure out there that if my kid is going to go out there unsupervised, he's going to have the tools necessary and it's not going to be when he's five. Yeah. Yeah. You know, going back to something we were talking about earlier and a slightly different Um, part of this answer is that um, there's things that I want to be in control of when my children receive the knowledge. So, you know, just because something um, is taught, say, you know, sex education in kindergarten doesn't mean that I have to have my child socialized to that idea that young. If I'm choosing to homeschool them intentionally, then I get to choose when and how they receive that information. Um, Instead of, you know, they learn the birds and the bees from kid on the back of the bus and probably in not a very uh, scientific educational way. Nope. So so, yeah, I love this part by um, being choosy about who your kid socializes with until they are trained in the way that we want them to be trained. Right. All right. Next answer. We're up to number seven if you're keeping track. If it is appropriate um, for the situation, offer them an opportunity to socialize with your with your child and make the decision for themselves. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I love that. This would be like a close family member um, 
not like a random stranger at the library or something. <laughs> Here, let me bring my kid over. You have a conversation with him. Let me know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like like you said, Audrey, I think that most people are generally very impressed with how my kids show up um, and how they interact with other people. Um, I think I've shared this story before, but when we were first barely homeschooling, I went to a homeschool conference and there was a panel of homeschool teenagers there and we could ask them questions because the conference was designed for newbie homeschoolers. And I just sat in that room and watched these 14 to 17 year olds field questions from adults in the audience with such grace and and sophistication and appropriate humor. And I was blown away. I was like, these are not the high schoolers that I went to school with. Where do these children come from? And how do I get my kid to turn out like that? And I have to think that that homeschooling had to be a huge aspect of that because they were raised um, side by side with their parent, learning from an adult, you know, in a very uh, close manner and being able to see the kind of social cues that the, that the adults give off and not the other 17 year olds. So it's pretty powerful. Oh, you know, I really, really am passionate about this, about how, um, how well my kids socialize and homeschool kids socialize. We're going to link an article um, in the show notes that we're going to mention a little bit later with the next question. But um, this is from um, a educator who is Dr. Wild, Dr. J. Wild, and he um, has written homeschool curriculum. But he talks in there a little bit about how, um, in in his experience at the college level, um, the homeschool students were way better socialized and got a better education because of the way that they would interact with the professor. Um, and then then public school students and like just draw the professor out if they didn't understand something they would start asking questions mm-hmm. and start wanting to know more and, and get get down to um get down to it but my my kids that was their own um i've had two through college and one in college now and that is their experience um as well they're like i'm the only person in class that like asks questions or interacts with they're like you know everybody all the other kids are like on their phone or you know not paying attention or they're like either they're not paying for their own education or they just don't know how to get the information they need to get, um, to get what they need from the class. And so that, yeah, yeah, that's, that's been, and, um, that has been our experience too. When we, when the last time I went to a homeschool convention, it's been, I don't know, four or five years. Um, I was just in amazed at the number of colleges that had just in the general, um, exhibit hall that had tables set up and were actively recruiting homeschoolers mm-hmm. because we want they, those kids. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I, I said, what's, what's going on? I was here like, you know, five years or 10 years ago before this. And he, I, you know, just like stopped and talked to one of the colleges and he was like, no, no, no. Homeschool students are, you know, and he just started counting off all the ways why homes they wanted to recruit homeschool students. And I was like, okay, all right. That's great. Proof is in the pudding, I guess. That's so great. Okay, so answer number eight is just this quote. We want you guys to just have this quote for you. It's by Thomas Smedley. It says, in the public school system, children are socialized horizontally and temporarily into conformity with their immediate peers. Home educators seek to socialize their children vertically toward responsibility, service, and adulthood with an eye on eternity. Mic drop. (laughs) There you go. No, you think about it. That makes so much sense. The difference between temporary horizontal Mm -hmm. and then vertical and forward, future forward. This is the best answer for a person when they're really, really concerned. Like, you know, your your mother, your mother-in-law, close 
close um, friend, maybe somebody who's considering homeschooling themselves, not just like a casual friend or a grocery store, you know, stranger or something, but when they really want to know, then you can dig in deep and um, explain the different kinds of socialization that happen. Right, right. I also like to ask loved ones who are concerned about this, what specific situations they're concerned about. And then I can tell them, well, actually, we kind of simulate it like this, or I expose them to situations like this that's very similar to that, right? Um, And then on top of this, I will also say that this is not an answer we included, but it is okay to say, that's not really any of your business. (laughs) because it's my decision. Obviously, that's a little bit more uh, contentious and might not give you the results you want. But sometimes we just have to say, this is the decision I've made for my family. And I'm sorry you don't love it and that you have your own concerns, but I'm happy to have a good conversation with you about any of these aspects of it. But in the end, it's my decision. Yeah. Yes. All right. To answer number nine, Um, research, this article, if you want to dig into it deeper, research shows that homeschoolers are actually better socialized than public school children Mm. in every area except negative behaviors. What does that mean? I don't know how you get socialized in negative behaviors. (laughs) Peer pressure? (laughs) I guess. I'll pass on that one. Thanks. Um, often someone will give me an example of a poorly socialized homeschooler they know. Well, I knew this family that, and that, this hap- totally happened to me back when we first started. I had a family member say, well, I knew X, Y, Z, and they were so awkward and couldn't have a conversation with anybody. And then I wish I had the foresight to ask them what I would ask them now. And that is, oh, do you know any awkward public schoolers? Do you know any socially awkward kids who went to school with you? Of course you do, because... They're everywhere. There are kids who struggle with social situations everywhere. Um, But people just like to remind us of the homeschoolers they know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I like to say that um, because every family was forced homeschoolers in 2020 during the pandemic, um, I I haven't been asked this question in the Mm -hmm. past two years, Mm -hmm. really, because they were doing it themselves. And so, like, they... They knew and, and they saw. And that was even during a global pandemic when we weren't even allowed to go socialize, you know? <sighs> everybody's kids were out playing with everybody else's kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Final answer, number 10. I think more important than even opportunities to socialize are considering your child's own intellectual and social aspects of their personality. So I'll just give you the examples of my first two children. They're both boys. Both were raised almost identically. Same parents, same situation, same schooling. And socially, they are night and day because their personalities are night and day. One would rather be inside reading a book or doing something on his computer all day and all night than ever going out into the world. That's just who he is. And the other one goes crazy if he can't see a friend for half a day. So just remember that there's only, you know, nurture can only go so far. These kids come with their own personalities. And some are very extroverted and some are not. And that might be considered socially awkward if they're more of an introvert. That's just the way some personalities are. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Short of locking your child in a closet for a year, for years, there's not much you can do to stop a naturally social extroverted child from developing those skills. They're just going to seek out personality because that is what recharges them. Mm -hmm. They're going to seek out those Mm -hmm. social situations. And socially awkward kids or introverted kids, they will need help and guidance in or out of public school. It's not, like we said earlier, it's not being with others that makes you socialize. It's 
so much more. So than much that. more. Right. I have one child I'm thinking of who is the biggest social butterfly. And um, right now she's in dance. And so she that's her close group of friends is all the girls on her team. But even before that, she would have a list of friends a mile long. And I'm thinking, where are you getting all these friends from? Well, this girl I met at the park at that one day, remember? And then I went to her birthday party for three years. And then she is just so good at making friends and keeping in touch with them. And I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> you know, we just went about our daily lives and she just picked up friends like uh, charms on a bracelet. That's just how she is. And other kids really need a lot more encouragement. So totally, totally true. Yes. I have a, I have a one child that's exactly like that as well. She'd come home and refer to him as, you know, my, my, my best friend. friend. Yeah. I'm like, you were like at the park for 10 minutes. Oh no, we're, we're like best friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So oh uh, yeah. It, just as a final thought, I hope this episode hasn't sounded like we're, you know, attacking anyone in public school or or trying to shame anyone. It's just that very often this question is asked in not the friendliest tone, and it can be very scary for a new homeschooler or even for someone who's homeschooled for a while and is constantly worried about being asked this question. Um, the fact of the matter is, the intentional choice is the best choice. It's the one that you have researched, that you have looked into, and that you have felt the best about for your child. And if you are a homeschooler and you have significant concerns about socialization, hopefully this episode has been helpful and you've also gleaned some ideas of how maybe you can give your child more opportunities so that you can feel a little bit better about that. But chances are good they're going to be just fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was with my kids, a couple of my kids the other day, and we stopped by a park because we had some extra time before the next appointment. And I watched my kids um, socialize with the with the family that was there, that you know, the other kids that were there. And I thought, I had this thought, kind of like this little guilt crisis. You know what? My kids are so good at this, and they're so sweet and so friendly and so kind, so good at sharing and taking turns. I really am kind of depriving other kids of the the privilege of in of interacting with them more often and I was like okay we have to like plan more outings so that just like <laughs> but I was I don't know maybe it's a you know parent pride thing I was really proud of how they were interacting and sharing and being kind and um it it all started you know at home learning to interact and be kind and and then and then all the character building things that we do and everything you know it, it spreads out from there but I just wanted to say that um a child will be a good socializer or not, no matter what their environment is. And by us choosing to homeschool, we've chosen to have a intentional effect on the how and why and the ways that they're socialized. Okay. That's all we've got for you this week. Have a great week, friends. I'm Bonnie. I'm Audrey. And we're outnumbered. Thanks for listening, friends. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe to our email and never miss another episode. Show us some love by leaving a review on iTunes or sharing the podcast with a friend. Thanks for all your support. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, be grateful. I muted myself. She is like banging on my door. I'm like, oh my the house better be on fire, child. <laughs> Okay. Um, her response to this question. Your turn. You yep, your, your turn. That's fine. You can hear mine too. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> That's my three-year-old having a temper tantrum. Okay. Hang on. Hang on, Bonnie. I accidentally muted you. I was trying to mute myself and I accidentally muted you. I don't know how to unmute you. There we go. There. Okay. I'm sorry. Start again. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was hitting mine and then I looked toward the door and I couldn't hear you anymore. <laughs> 
sorry. That's okay. I didn't even know I could do that. Oh yeah, look at you, host, using your mm. host powers. <laughs> um, you just watch out. <laughs> sorry, start again. And pause for the school bus. Why is that school bus so loud? <clears throat> They're just trying to interrupt our homes pro homeschooling yeah. podcast. Yeah. Typical. Yeah. 